to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the Quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Anna of Wax and Wayne Studio. Hello. Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey. And our special guest, Kim of Leland Ave Studios and Feel Good Fibers. Hi. So kicking things off, we're dying to know well, actually, this is going to be a two pronged question. We're dying to know what are the stories behind your Instagram handle? Z- Handles. Okay. Leland Ave Studios. Um, Leland Ave is the name of the street that my grandmother raised my mom's family on. So um, that was kind of a way for me to feel connected to her and to my mom. That was how that came about. And Feel Good Fibers. Um, Really, we want it to be a place where people feel good about buying and selling secondhand fabric while inspiring people to live their best crafty life. So that's where the feel good and then the fiber kind of, you know, for fabric, but also the fiber of life. So double meaning. (laughs) Double meaning there. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit about your uh, quilting journey, like how you started quilting and then how you came to start posting on Instagram about it? Sure. Um, I started quilting when I was pregnant with my second son. So um, I think that's similar to a lot of people. They start quilting when they're pregnant and um my mom had given me a sewing machine for valentine's day that year and so what a nice gift <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh dear amanda's mom and yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> well it wasn't, it wasn't a fancy sewing machine because she didn't know if i was gonna like it or not but i was hooked so um i since then traded up but um i just started sharing things that i was making on Flickr. And then um, slowly that transitioned over to Instagram. And that's kind of how I started and found the whole sewing community. Did you have sewing experience before starting to quilt or was? No. So you just went like and just explored the sewing machine. I did. And I think it was at that time, a lot of blogs that really pulled me in and showed me what was possible because in my head, I didn't think that I was ever going to sew clothes, but seeing, you know, bags and quilts that were being made in the more modern style really hooked me. What is like one rookie mistake that you laugh at that you did at the beginning? Oh, so many. I mean, I, I think one of the first quilts that I tried to quilt on my little domestic machine was probably almost a queen size quilt. And I was very- <laughs> oh, that is very ambitious for a fast project. Wrong <laughs> pattern where I would have to twist and maneuver the quilt under my tiny little machine, uh, like a yeah. three inch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can just imagine you on like a toy sewing machine. <laughs> Bigger than that. Uh, <laughs> do you do you happen to still have that quilt at all? I do. We use it when we go to the beach. Oh, nice! Oh, nice. Okay. So you did so finish all those it. hours. I did. I didn't finish it then, but once I got a different machine, I did finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell us more about your quilting style? Um, I would say that it's pretty eclectic. I think it's more driven by project and ideas rather than by a consistent practice. Um, I think that 
I have been inspired by the community and that's what brought the words quilt that I made into um, existence. And that was a collaboration uh, where women from around the world sent a word that described them, an empowering word that described them. And um, it, we put it into one gigantic quilt together. Um, and Lincoln also was sort of a collaborative project in that it was based on a piece of art that was made by an artist in Indonesia. Um, so I think that while I do make simple quilts and I do make, you know, your standard type of flying geese and half square triangle projects in between, I also feel like it's really driven by the project. Do you find you're pulling inspiration from like the same sort of sources, whether it's nature or art, or is it really eclectic as well? Um, I think that I pull a lot of inspiration from ideas about the community and projects that I'd like to make in collaboration with people. That definitely inspires me. And um, there, sometimes it's art. Um, sometimes it's color and texture. I, I don't really think that I have one consistent answer to that. So, <laughs> Would you say that's the same for like across social media? Like if you're scrolling uh, Pinterest or Instagram for inspiration, like is it all, is it eclectic again? Or is there a specific type of post that stops you in your tracks? Um, I mean, I, I think food track is such me in my Pinterest. But um, I, I think I kind of fall into two categories. I fall into bright, bold colors and big shapes and patterns, geometric design. And then on the other side, I also really love subtle neutrals, very delicate, um, soft colors. And that's how my house is. But when it comes to the stuff that I make, I tend to use a lot of color, a lot of bright colors that I would never put into my house. It's like I have these two competing, dueling people inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that, um, you know, you've got two different um, Instagram handles and, you know, Feel Good Fibers is more of your new your newer one. Um, could you tell us more about Feel Good Fibers and how did that all kind of begin? The idea came to me when... I realized that, you know, we have these de-stashes on Instagram, but so often if you're not following the person that's having the de-stash, then you don't really know about it. And on Facebook, I feel like there's so much coming at you that it's not really a curated experience. So I thought that it would be really helpful to have a place where we could have something that felt like a store shopping experience, but for secondhand fabrics so that people could give fabrics that they no longer wanted a new life. And at the same time, it would be, you know, good for the environment, good for the community. And it was just something that I wished existed. And that's kind of how it came to be. So I'm guessing it's sort of like a eBay or a Poshmark for fabrics that, you know, that we no longer think about or use in our stash. Right, right. I mean, I, I don't know if it's quite as um, high end as a Poshmark, but we are trying to, you know, encourage um, use of good quality quilting cottons, um, some, you know, garment fabrics, but more stuff that the home sewist would use, um, just designer name stuff that people are looking for, but want to be able to find in an easier shopping experience. Now, it's a pretty high tech site as one of the, I think I can claim a 
beta tester uh, badge. Um, <laughs> did you have any like e-commerce or coding experience or how did you even tackle that? Because that must have been a huge lift. It, it was. Um, we were originally considering possibly doing it on Shopify and um, we just found that it wasn't 100% going to meet our needs. So we spoke with somebody that my husband knows through his work, who was willing to work with us and take on the challenge. And he developed the site with us just, you know, one day at a time going through things that we thought the site needed, updating, making changes, getting feedback from people. It was very organic and, you know, really just us doing our best to try and create something. What was the most surprising feedback that you got from people? Like, what did you not expect? Um, I really wasn't sure how excited people would be about it. And whenever I tell people what we're doing, they get really excited. I mean, I had pins made for Feel Good Fibers. And when I was explaining to the girl that was designing the pins for us, what was happening, she was so excited about the concept that she follows up with me now. She's like, I'm still looking and shopping online. So <laughs> I guess it surprised me how much people were looking for this and wish that it existed. Absolutely. I mean, these two know they've heard me bemoan the fact that I need to de-stash desperately. I actually want to ask one follow-up question, kind of jumping back to what we were talking at the beginning. You mentioned that something that really inspires you is the community and working on collaborations. So obviously I'm sure Feel Good takes a ton of your time right now, but there are any other kind of um, collaborations that you have on the horizon that you can share with us? Um, I actually am going to start working on a collaboration with Megan Collins. Um, we're going to try and create a collaborative quilt that we're going to send back and forth to one another to work on. Fun. Yeah. That's so cute. That's like yeah. a, almost like a pen pal thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Are you going to encourage other members of the community to do the same and follow? Or are you going to try testing it first and then? We're going to try it and see kind of what we learn from it and then see if we can, I mean, I think. I always like to share my experience, whatever it is that I'm working on. So if there's a way that we could, you know, encourage other people to do something similar, or if we learn things that could help other people in making their own type of project like that, then definitely. That's such a cool, like, update on the sewing bee. Like, a, it's yeah. virtual, but also physical. It's a beautiful um, juxtaposition. Right. Since we can't be together, we figured it would be something that, you know, would bring us together when we're apart. Absolutely. I'm so excited to see more of this. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I want to get in on it. <laughs> like, How do we I may become... need to copy you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amanda's yeah, feeling exactly. a little bit FOMO. <laughs> yeah, it is heavy on the FOMO right now. <laughs> for you know, someone that's new to your website, do you have any tips for someone, um, you know, to ensure that their listing gets you know noticed amongst the other postings? Sure. Um, I think that good photography is really important. Because it is a shopping experience. People are looking to figure out, you know, what the texture of the fabric is. They want to see it in good light and um, want to make sure that it's in good condition. So a good quality photograph, which you can take with your iPhone as long as you're in good lighting, um, really helps to get your um, listing seen. And uh, just having a lot of the information for when you go to list it about, you know, the designer, um, have the price, a reasonable price. It has to be priced well, not too high, not too low, which, you know, it's tough call sometimes to make, but you can kind of compare it to other listings. And 
I, I think that these are all things that as you're going through the process, having a good description, it really helps to get your post seen. And I'm guessing keywords would also play a big keywords are good as well. Yeah. Color, um, again, design or name, the things that people would be looking for when they're shopping. That's pretty much what helps the listing to come up either in the search function or if it's a great photo, then it can get featured on, you know, the handpicked listing part of the site. And then also um, the more recent it is that it'll come up first. And then the question I've been dying to ask is who does the graphics for your Instagram posts and everything? Because I think the three of us are all very much in love with them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, It's actually me. Uh, Uh (laughs) Well, now I just feel crappy. (laughs) (laughs) I actually started drawing them because I didn't know how we were going to manage to have images every single day and being here in New York, it's kind of hard to rely on the sunshine being out all the time. So I thought that having illustrations would eliminate that problem. And um, so I started drawing them to have a consistent look to the feed and to kind of bring in the different blog post topics and to promote our whole concept of positivity. Do you have a background in illustration no. or no? no so you're no. just naturally crazy talented is what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> when I was a kid, this is what I would do all the time is just draw my own little, you know, people and I would draw my mom in the kitchen, but like it never really advanced beyond my little cartoon type of drawings. So I just kind of return to it. It makes me happy. So that's so cool. <laughs> it's like being a kid again. <laughs> and do you have like a particular program that you use to draw your um, posts? I draw them in Procreate with an Apple pencil. Furiously writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting some drawings from you, Amanda. Oh my God. Is that right? <laughs> hey, everyone. We've got a quick announcement to make. This week, we've got a sweet treat for Quilt Buzz listeners. That's right. Prequilt is offering a special promo for our listeners. Now through May 31st, use the code QUILTBUZZ, all one word, for $10 off either their basic or pro annual plan. As a user of the pro plan, you're able to share digital coloring pages of your design with anyone and direct users straight to your online shop to purchase your quilt pattern. So head over to prequilt.com and use the offer code QUILTBUZZ, all one word, for $10 off either the basic or pro annual plan. Okay, back to the podcast. So it's time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Kim? I think so. Doesn't matter. We're doing it. <laughs> so, Wendy, why don't you take us off? Yeah, sure. All right. So what is your favorite time of day to quilt? Daylight. And do you wear shoes while sewing? No. No. No shoes. Everyone's missing the look of horror <laughs> on Kim's face that she says no. <laughs> when you're sewing, do you prefer music, Netflix, or silence? Uh, I actually listen to podcasts when I sew. And what's your current favorite podcast at the moment? Um, I love Creative Pep Talk with Andy J. Pizza. I love that one too. And I I like to listen to the Goop podcast with Elise Lunum. And of course, I'll be listening to you guys now. Thank you for the plug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
What's your favorite <laughs> snack while quilting? Um, I usually have like a Tazo passion tea, which is dangerous because it's super red. And so I always have to worry that I'm going to spill it on my fabric. <laughs> you should make real good sippy cups. <laughs> I'd buy one. What's your favorite traditional block? Flying geese. What's your favorite color? Mm, I'd say I probably use a lot of bright blues and hot pinks, but they're not like my in real life favorite color. They're just What's my... What's your in real life favorite color? I, I like lots of neutrals. <laughs> That's okay. Don't shrug it off. <laughs> what color fabric do you use the most? Uh, I'd say probably hot pink. I have three boys, so there's not a lot of pink in my life otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite fabric designer? Um, I'm mostly a solids kind of girl, but I guess if I had to pick, I'd say Anna Maria Horner because she really got me into quilting in the first place. And what solid line do you like the most? I use Kona. What's the last fabric you bought? Uh, a bunch of linen actually. Yes, I made two good vibes quilts, one in a dusty blue and yellow and another in a rose and pink. Gorgeous. Ooh, very nice. What are your top three quilting notions? Definitely a rotary cutter. Um, I love my Kai scissors that I bought at QuiltCon last year. And I Love these uh, Sashiko needles that I bought. They're um, extra long. I got them from Brooklyn Haberdashery, and I absolutely love them. And what is your pressing preference? Open. Yes. <laughs> no I like you. <laughs> I'm just adding you to my list with people I can't talk to about pressing. Sorry. It's okay. You're on the list, not me. <laughs> Pick one, HSTs, curves, or strip piecing. Oof. I guess HSTs, but I just finished a quilt with all HSTs, and it was probably almost 400 of them, and I am Oof. suffering from a brutal HST hangover right now. <laughs> the, the infamous HST hangovers. I think I've had that before. <laughs> I, think I, have I think Wendy definitely has. Yeah, but I, I don't think I can beat your record of 400. Oh, are you sure? Wendy? That's a lot. It was a lot. Um, it's a lot. I, I don't think I can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was planning on making two quilts out of all HSTs for my kids to have matching on their beds. And I stopped at lap size for one. And I was like, you guys are going to have to share. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer to machine or hand quilt? Machine. Machine or hand bind. Hand bind. And what is your favorite part of the quilting process? Piecing. I love especially improv piecing and seeing the way that colors come together and unexpected little combinations and shapes it makes me happy. What's one bad quilting habit that you'd like to give up? Um, well, because I listen to podcasts while I sew, it means that my phone is in the room with me. And so I check my phone a lot in between you know, finishing a couple of chain piecing, then I'll check my phone and I feel like it wastes time, but it's just a habit I can't break yet. I think I've got the same thing. <laughs> I, I, I totally get you. <laughs> it's like a reward for doing like one little thing. I'm like, oh, man, I just wrote two names. I should check my phone. <laughs> um, so who's your quality BFF? Um, 
I'd say Megan Collins, definitely. Um, I really love Shannon Frazier. Um, Michelle Kane. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot. I could, I could go on forever. I love my quilty friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your quilty crush? I would say maybe Thompson Street Studio. I feel like her stuff is so... Um, ethereal when she photographs it and the light shines through and it's just it's beautiful it focuses on the piecing I love it what's your favorite recent make uh my good vibes quilt and I just made one that's entirely for me so I really Ooh. love that <laughs> which by the way plug shameless promotion you can get the pattern for free on the feel good fibers website when you sign up for our newsletter and it was designed by Megan Collins and we will put that in the show notes definitely and how many quilts are in your whip pile at the moment? Um, not too many. I actually, especially since we've been inside, I've been working down the pile. I have two that need binding. I have two tops that I just finished. And I have a gypsy wife quilt that has been sitting in a basket probably for five, six years. That <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the basket at this point. I'm thinking about maybe taking that out and getting that off of my to-do list finally so that I can feel fresh to start on new stuff. So in addition to quilting and your illustrating ninja skills, do you have any other hobbies? I like to cook and I like to bake bread. I've been baking bread every day in the past two weeks. If you have any extra, I'll send you my address. <laughs> <laughs> So we've just got a couple more questions for you. Um, you mentioned a couple accounts earlier of your quilting friends, but who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Oh gosh, that's so hard. Um, okay. Well, I love Shayla Jessup, Stuart Moore Textiles. I love everything that she makes. I think she's a great follow and she's so fun. Um, her sense of just the way that she even photographs the things that she makes are art by the Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just love stuff. following her. This one is definitely not safe for work and might not be everybody's cup of tea, but <laughs> I want to know. Tell me more. <laughs> Ashley Longshore, she's an artist. Um, she uses lots of really bright colors and it's all done in a pop art style. And she puts lots of crystal on her paintings. I think she's the artist in residence at Bergdorf Goodman. She's really fun to follow. Um, I love Justina Blakeney. She's um, an interior designer, but she's also all about body positivity. And she recommends a lot of great artists and accounts to follow as well. So I would say those are three good ones. But I could keep going. I mean, I have I have supply. <laughs> we'll have the outtakes section. <laughs> Kim just listing accounts she should, thinks we should follow. <laughs> All righty. So before we sign off, um, do you have any fun projects in the horizon that, you know, you'd like to share with us? Or... Um, well, at Feel Good Fibers, while we have the shop closed, we are trying to um, come up with lots of things to help people during time being inside. We have an organization challenge for room by room each week of the house to help you get um your house into a shape that you feel more inspired and decluttered and can feel calm and at peace in. Um, we are working on a couple of collaborations that are coming up with lots of different members of the quilting community. And on Fridays, um, we put out playlists 
that are sometimes curated by us, sometimes curated by guests like Amanda. So um, check for those on Fridays. And uh, as far as quilting stuff, the project that I mentioned with Megan is really a traveling quilt. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. I'm excited to see what hashtag you come up with. Oh, I'm excited about (laughs) So we need to wrap up. We hope you enjoy today's show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the Dot Weekend Quilter. Anna. I'm Wax and Wayne Studio. I'm Kim. I'm Leland Ave Studios. And I'm also Feel Good Fibers. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you love what you heard, we hope that you give us a five-star rating, subscribe to our show on your podcast provider of choice, and tell your friends how to subscribe too. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.